0: Hi, I'm Dan Jung. I'm a picture editor at the San Francisco Chronicle, and you're listening
1: to a Chronicle podcast. Welcome to the long awaited return. We've lost track of what number it is, of Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine podcast. What do you it's, think?
0: It's uh, hearing that theme song again. It gets me riled up. It's it's like the promise of something important and intelligent, <laughs> maybe discussed. Maybe
1: not the delivery of it, but no, the promise the of promise. it. The promise. I am joined, as usual, by Question Boy, Joe Garifoli, The Chronicle's top-notch, probably the top-ranked media writer at The Chronicle, but also the only, the only media <laughs> Uh, it's been a long drought since we were last on with the T V Talk Machine podcast, and we're gonna rectify that because a lot of things happen. I was in LA for a month. We did a Ken Burns from there. Kinda had an aborted effort though from down there. I, I carried the podcasting equipment and it was just a lot of work. Is, too much how work. many podcasts did you know. do from that? Then? I didn't I won. I
0: did it was won. with Ken Burns. I, Ken Burns. How many this is your seventeenth podcast with Ken Burns now? <laughs> no, but
1: I and I got another one coming up. uh, What more can
0: we say? You've talked to him more than he he talks to his wife, probably, at this uh, point.
1: You know what? I I have some good questions for him. Some questions I haven't asked in the previous uh, 16. I'm going to ask him another one. Some more good questions.
0: Like what? Ken, do you like it? Like a shoulder rub first?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So here we are. We don't know what the number is, but we're back, and the fall season uh, is upon us. Benny, when is this going up? Is it going up Thursday? It's going up Wednesday, and actually, um, this is number 20. Benny has all the information. This is the 20th. TV Talk Machine Podcast. It's going up Wednesday. Wednesday, as you hear this, still available on your iTunes page. So we're, that means that we're like right on the cusp of the fall season. The only shows we've missed so far are uh, sixth uh, for the fall, technically. Big summer. We didn't get to do any of the big summer cable shows. But for the fall, we've missed sixth season return of Curb Your Enthusiasm and Tell Me You Love Me, a.k.a. this series known as Jane Alexander, 68 years old, gives a blowjob. But you know what? That raises the topic
0: of should there be a ceiling on cougardom? <laughs> Is Jane Alexander a Cougar
1: or not? I think 68 might be the outer limits of Cougar. I don't, I think, I, I don't know. I, first of all, we, you know, we did this before. We don't even know where Cougars start. Right. And and now we don't know where they, or we well, do know where they end. Yeah. We know, we know they end before 68. Yes. Although you got to give her props as an actress Absolutely. to do that. She has many nude scenes. Uh, and then that act, uh, yes. which we just She gave
0: about. a new meaning to the word National Endowment for the Arts,
1: <laughs> which she was previously the head of. Good knowledge yes. about that. I she interviewed was her in, that, uh, when she, in her previous position. Yeah, she did a good job there. So we've only really missed two. And uh, the new fall season starts. Uh, there'll be some stuff next week, but the official date is uh, the 24th of September, a Monday. And then that's uh, in earnest. Then we're off and running. But in our, in our little delay from Los Angeles and vacations and summer and whatnot, we got uh, uh, hundreds of letters, but three that we really want to bring up. Question Boy, do you want to handle that? Absolutely. The first one is from JP. Mm -hmm. Hey, T. Good.
0: (laughs) Is your TV talk machine on temporary hold, or has it been put on permanent vacation at Rancho Del Cougar? (laughs) I miss the gentle brushing of your manly sound waves against the short hairs of my ear hole. Godspeed, JP.
1: Wow. Wow. That, there's a lot of material in there. And you know, you read that with uh, beautiful execution. I've uh, been taking lessons over the summer. And and elocution, but also execution (laughs) as well. And that's what I really meant, because the execution was flawless. I thought, I'm sure you would stumble on the short hairs of the ear hole. Had he mentioned puppet hole, it probably would have been an A plus letter. As it is, Sorry, JP, that's just an A. A strong A, though. A strong A, but we have a lot of A letters. Let's keep going.
0: This is from Donna in Roner Park. Oh, yeah. And Donna says, I care nothing for Ken Burns or The Sopranos. So those last podcasts were of no interest to me. <laughs> However, I love his podcasts about TV. This is yours. Please return Tim's podcast ASAP. He's back in print and done with the travel crap. <laughs> his show is way better than Mick LaSalle's, and I'm a fan
1: of Mick's. That's from Donna. Wow. Wow. Well, we knew that. I mean, come on. We, we are the second most popular podcast. The second most popular. The most
0: popular actual staff-created podcast. because The first one is actually the
1: Reader's Created. It's, the Reader's Correct created. me if yeah. I'm wrong. I got, I got, I'm, again, I got a minute and 35 to spare. I'll, I'll do. Correct me if I'm wrong. You want 40 solid minutes? This is where you come. She's, Ronert Park. A little, I like her because she's a little bit angry. Yeah, like myself. She's calling it crap, and she doesn't like the other stuff. Just get to it. She, she says. wants production out of the uh, out of uh, out of you.
0: Yes, and she's got it. We're back. George D. from the four one five writes, "Sir, Is that t- how he rolls? That's how he rolls." Yep. Sir Tim in question boy, given the recent advances on basic cable, damages and Mad Men, two of the shows mm-hmm. we missed this summer, being the current new highlights added to the basic cable world, which would you rather have? All of the offering on basic cable versus the offering of Showtime and HBO. And I don't want to hear how The Wire single-handedly makes HBO better. I also wonder why you never bring up real-time when talking of The Fair on HBO. Glad to have the TVTM back. Mm. George D.
1: In the 415.
0: From the 415.
1: I'm not a big fan of um, uh, real-time with Bill Maher. Not a big fan of Bill Maher. So uh, he's funny. I just uh, I just find him annoying. Sometimes you meet people in person and that forever scars.
0: What was your Bill Murray? Uh, uh, uh,
1: met him a few times. And was a little grouchy. He was bad skin number one. Right? Well, yeah, he's, he wears a lot of makeup, but that, yeah, little little cranky, little yeah, a little full of himself. Really small man, too. Very small man. Apparently, he gets big chicks and big time chicks in Hollywood. Though. Well, I no doubt, I'm sure. Who doesn't in Hollywood? I think he was last linked with uh, Jane Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and oh. hopefully you're not having this, uh, listening <laughs> to this over lunch. And we are off and running. Uh, you know what? I would, you know what? That's a, a good question, but a loaded question. I, w- I would take the, the basic cable fare. You know, really? uh, that this is a new, this is a switch for you. Well, I'm, you know, HBO is my channel I can't live without, but he just said, what would you have? You know, I'm, I'm going to give up this package of all this other stuff. There's a ton of stuff. You got FX and BBC America and ESPN. I, I, I can't give that up just for e- even HBO with the and ascendancy Showtime. of H- of uh, Showtime now. And it has ascended mightily. I, no, even without that, I'm, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go with my basic cable. You know, As you well know I'm a blue collar guy. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and Damages and Mad Men. Damages yeah. and Mad Men. Very what strong. Do- I can't live without those. I love Mad Men. Ah, uh, the look at that is just fantastic. Ah. Uh, Man, I got a lot to write about. A lot of catching up to do on that. A lot of, a lot of getting rid of the summer cable fair. I need to put an end to all that stuff. Get it in the paper, wrap it up, and move on to uh, a very strong fall. How, how many more Mad Men do we have to go? Uh, well, I'm trying to calculate when this is going to come out. You know, Benny, God knows when Benny's going to finish this. Uh, pff, I think we've got, uh, I don't know, three or four. I would be lying if I'd be lying if I told you that I knew. I would be lying. And, and you know what? We don't like disinformation here. No, we TV prefer TV. no information rather than <laughs> disinformation. No prep work, no information. That's our model. All right, we have some uh, We have some phone calls. In fact, t- maybe too many to use, but we're going to go with it right now.
2: Hi, Tim. This is Son of a Bastard from Walnut Creek. Uh, what's the deal with Sleeper Cell? Are they going to do one more season? They kind of left us hanging with the last episode. Also, who do you think would win in a fight between Question Boy and... And Bill O'Reilly thank you
1: <laughs> wow, well, there's a couple of slam dunk answers to that, son of a bastard. first of all, Bill O'Reilly is a big big man he's he's six four he's six four he's built solidly, and he's angry. Joe's a small man, and he's just uh I don't know what are you I'm angry, you're cynical
0: but not not truly darkly not angry, really not angry like, uh,
1: yeah. yeah yeah you're 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 cynical, you're jaded, but he would beat the crap out of you, I think. Yeah. I'd have to go with speed. I don't know if I could uh, wear them down though. You think you could be? You come in low. I'd have to hit. Oh, I'd have to hit him low. Yeah. And with pleasure, probably. Yeah, and with pleasure, take them down. Yeah. Uh, the other question was a sleeper cell on Showtime, and you know what? In July, when we talked to Robert Greenblatt, who runs uh, Showtime, you know they they didn't rule it out. There was no sleeper cell presentation. It's not on the schedule. They didn't rule it out, making it um, kind of like a prime suspect. Uh, type series that comes back periodically but won't be an ongoing series. So there's that.
2: Yes. Um, Hi, TV Talk Machine. This is Mandy Murphy from Ashland, Oregon. I sometimes post on your blog as Amanda Pants. I love the Time Magazine list by the guy whose name I can't pronounce. (laughs) Obviously, there are things I would probably change about it, but for the most part, I thought it was pretty great, especially the video clips. I wanted to know what Tim or Joe's list would include. Your personal list, if you got to add your weird idiosyncratic favorites. Mine, for instance, would have to include MTV's The State. Thank you for your time in these matters. Bye.
1: Wow, that was very nice. Amanda Pants, a frequent uh, The Bastard Machine comment. Is she commenter. coming to your
0: thing uh, this week, isn't she? I don't in... think she's. That's I, our Oregon, wow. I think
1: she's from I Port... she's... she's from Ashland. That's great. And uh, But I don't think she's coming because she's from uh, out of state. Wouldn't it be nice, though, if she made the trek down from Portland? I know a couple that's actually coming. from they, they, were, they emailed me from Tokyo on the way back to San Francisco for a layover, and then they go back to their home in Vegas, and they're coming. Wow. That's dedication. dedication. Wow. Dedication. But Amanda Pant's also very dedicated, uh, and she sounds young. Perhaps not even in the—she might be in the, actually in the TV demo. What, what is it? 1834? 1834 is the tar- target demo. Mm-hmm. I'm putting her in the, solidly in the demo. She's mm-hmm. not a cougar. She's non-cougarian. She's also welcome on the program. We're not just, you know, the rumor is out there that we are an all-cougar-only cougar -cougar show because we've really... Oh, no, no, no. We just respect the cougars. We love the cougars. We should respect them, but we take all all ages. Mm -hmm. Kittens and cougars. Kittens and cougars. That's that's our motto. It's on the door, as a matter of fact. Yes, uh, the list that she's talking about was linked to on my blog, to Times 100 from uh, James uh, Ponowozik. Who is the t v critic at uh time and a guy I respect greatly he's uh one of the few other t v critics that I like you know i'm just i hate everybody oh, people suck. you have a couple buddies on your i TV do i i i I can get a list of ten or more uh but that's you yeah, minimum He did a fantastic list i i I would recommend anybody to um click on the bastard machine and click on you know I have the link there if you want to find it
0: it's a multimedia list too
1: yeah, it's really impressive. It talks about how he did it he even does his own video of himself and then he he you know, he has a video from each of the 100 series that he that he talks about, put a lot of work into there. And as I joked to him when we had, uh, he visited Berkeley from New York recently, and, and I said, thank you for doing all the heavy lifting so that I don't have to. I'll just link to it. <laughs> um, you know, he had 24 on the list, but I would say most of the things that he had on there, I would be in, agree- in agreement with. I haven't um, poured over his 100 and, and sort of saturated in it because I've been doing all my fall season prep work, but... Uh, we have pretty similar tastes. I wouldn't have had 24 on there. I don't think he had Sports Night on there. Uh, I'm a fan of that. I'm, I think he had ESPN Sports Center on there though, which I which I like. And I know James is not a uh, he's not a sports fan, so I don't know. I don't think there were too many that were were left off there. How about you? What do you think? Was Hogan's Heroes on there? You know, I don't know if Hogan's Heroes was on there. Is that That's you were, groundbreaking uh, television. Yes, you
0: are. Uh, it's one of the, probably the greatest um, POW <laughs> prison camp comedies
1: ever. You know, because that is a, that's a long list. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> what what I know that you're fond of the star of that series. Bob Crane, huge fan. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Bob Crane, also possibly a misunderstood visionary. I think he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, ahead of his time uh, in many ways. Who do you think killed Bob Crane? Oh, I, I don't want to go that. I think Bob Dole did. <laughs> Which would explain the hand injury. <laughs> <laughs> maybe jane alexander killed him. <laughs> oh people who have not seen actually no one has seen that episode of uh tell me you love me yet but uh jane alexander full nude on top scene really just going for it really uh, very enthusiastic yeah very Wait, how disturbing. did you how
0: did you leap from the bob crane bob dolder jane alexander
1: <laughs> <laughs> my, my mind works in mysterious ways wow. my friend <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's uh, Amanda Pants, thanks for the call, and I'm not sure I could get into all of the ones that are missing on that. I will do some more research on, on Jim's list and, and uh, maybe put that in the blog.
0: Hi, my name's Chris from Columbus,
2: Ohio, and my question revolves around um, Friday Night Lights. I was curious. It's such an excellent show. Does it have any chance of um, making, you know, being extended through this season? Just curious
1: what your thoughts are. Thanks. Columbus, Ohio. Oh, oh, we, the reach of the TVTM oh, never Columbus, fails to astound us. Oregon, Tokyo. It's amazing. Probably your parents are listening in Pittsburgh. Oh, they, they have no idea they what, don't care. how to get onto a podcast. Exactly. <laughs> no, they don't. Uh, not, on, not on webtv.com. That might, our, uh, that might have been our. our That might have been one of our older calls because we were off for a while. Because so, <clears throat> Friday Night Lights has been renewed and is coming back for its second season. I believe it starts uh, the week of the 24th. Actually, that call just came in on Friday. Did it? So maybe he's thinking, uh, is it going to go beyond this current season? Oh. For, you know. Maybe he's just preparing for his fall viewing. He
0: wants to sort exactly. of map out his week right now.
1: Well, as my boss, my big boss, told me over the weekend when we saw her in a social situation, she was kind of dogging me for giving up so early on Friday Night Lights, which I did only because even though I reviewed it fondly and when it first debuted, people at NBC told me, oh, this thing's dead. It's going nowhere. So I bailed out because I don't have time for all that stuff, knowing the show was going to die. But, of course, it survived. it a long process. It's been renewed. It's going to come back on Friday nights. You know what? I think with New Management, that's a show that was greenlit from old management at, at NBC. The ratings are bad, so unless it does well on Friday nights this coming fall, this starting fall, I would not see a third season in there at all. So it's going to have to uh, rock hard, bring the numbers up to, to survive.
2: Oh, hi. I just wanted to uh, thank you for your after-the-last-episode uh, podcast. It was really fun to listen to, and... Uh, A funny thing happened with that podcast. I downloaded the MP3 and burned it onto a CD because I was going to be going uh, to a meeting the next day and don't usually have to be in the car for that long, so I just wanted to listen on the way to the meeting. And the moment I got in the car leaving my house in Oakland and to the moment I got to the place where the meeting was near the San Francisco airport that was the exact amount of time it took to listen to the podcast from beginning to end it was just amazing that it ended the moment I pulled up to the hotel so that was and it was a really fun way to, to commute I must say it was a great and fun podcast so thanks a lot and I'll keep listening okay bye
1: that is very nice. Wow. That is very nice. That's another a podcast making her day. You know Welcome what? to the new media world, by the way. Yes, the new media world. And also, like make A-plus for her, making the effort to burn it, wow. put it in the car, and drive. And ah, Excellent. She lives in my hometown, by the way. Oaktown. Oaktown. Fo- yeah, in your hometown as well. Yes. Maybe she lives near us. I don't know. Thank you for that. That was, that was awesome. And, uh, you know, that's just another, we aim to please, right? We actually, didn't you go on... Uh, Google Maps and, and and plot how far she was going to have to drive. And then we yeah, and I thought it was a minute or two off. Right. But um, it turns out it worked out okay for her commute. Mm-hmm. I think the reason that we got in right under the, the end there is when we were doing the shh, sh- We cut each other off a couple times. Shh. Yeah. I think Benny edit might have edited cut it a little short. Right, right. So it's a team effort here and uh, we've made one person's day that much happier. Hi,
2: Tim. This is Larry from Sunnyvale. My wife and I are big fans of Futurama and you haven't heard anything lately on what's happening with Comedy Central um, getting new episodes of Futurama? So if you could get back with us and tell us what's going on, I'd appreciate it.
1: See ya, bye. Larry in Sunnyvale. I used to, I used to like uh, make my rounds in Sunnyvale a little bit. had a Had a cousin who lived down there. Make your rounds in Sunnyvale. What would yeah, you do there? I'd do doing little business in Sunnyvale. What? Go to the Olive Garden. And <laughs> what does that include? <laughs> uh, I just want to. I just want the you know the listeners on the podcast and know I I know where they're from. I've been to Sunnyvale the, the we, veil, as the, we call it, <laughs> chilling S-Vail. in the veil. <laughs> We've gotten also
0: four calls now without any anger. It's all been very upbeat stuff. It is. No people kind
1: of on well, the edge. Well, there was that one. The, the The letter was a little bit angry. She yeah. called uh, something about crap. But as far as far as the calls, though, yeah. everybody's been on their best behavior. We do like anger, so you know if you, if you know if you feel like you're trying to temper yourself, don't don't yes. do that. Call and please
0: bring the bad language
1: as much as, as
0: much as possible.
1: <laughs> Uh, You know, Futurama, I believe, I'm not sure what the deal is on that, whether they had to cut back episodes for um, Adult Swim because they were putting back original episodes back on Fox. So I don't know contractually what that was. So I guess the bottom line is I don't know. I do know where Sunnyvale is, but I don't know whether they're, they're probably going to share episodes. There's got to be some kind of sharing thing, but it's back on Fox. Yeah. It's, it's back on Fox, right? I don't know. Do you have a I... schedule? No. All right. Well, we actually don't know. You know where Sunnyvale is? Uh, kind of. I get I get lost in the peninsula. Once yeah. I stick like,
0: south of the airport, I'm
1: really yeah. no. There's a
0: wuss. What, do
1: you, ever, you know about Palo Alto? Not much, not much. Uh we. You know what? Here's your homework. Brush up. We got South Bay readers. You think they're you think they're do, doing podcasts at the Merck? I yeah. Nobody I think they cares are. about the Merck. That's the driest. Well, I'm sure they are doing podcasts, <laughs> yeah. but nobody's listening to it. That's the driest oh, paper in the world. It is. Oh god.
0: It, it actually dissolves into dust when you pick it up. <laughs>
2: Uh. Hey Sir Tim This is uh, Martin in San Francisco I'm a big fan of the podcast I love you Dig question boy I think it's hilarious But uh, you gotta get rid of those stupid sound effects uh, During the show Don't like them You remind me of the two disc jockeys on the Simpsons You know the one that KBBL I mean next <laughs> you have like farting noises Or boing or something like that uh, Don't really like these sound effects uh, thanks.
1: Bye-bye. Oh, that's great. There's your
2: anger. You waited there
1: for it, go. and you Thank got you. it. He said, cut it out. He doesn't cut like it. Out. I Stupid. think he's referring
0: to the cougar sound effects that we
1: giggle endlessly about. We did. And and the bong. And the bong sound effects. I effect, think that so. was that was Justin. Benny's not a sound effects guy. He's Benny's a purist. He's old school. He rocks old school. It old school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and this just in for uh, our Belt callers. <laughs> Futurama <laughs> is not on the fall schedule.
0: What is and your uh, source for that is?
1: Uh, my source for that is the magazine right in front of me, TV Guide. Yes, thank you. You know, I it,
0: so you're looking at that's that's a service for the readers. You're looking at TV Guide so they don't have I'll look to. It up. I'll look yeah, it up. For absolutely. Them. Uh
1: I thought for the for I thought Futurama was coming back like mid-season. I thought it was off the air about 3 years ago. No, but They're I thought they were repeats. resurrecting <laughs> it. I thought it was coming back. Oh too. really? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm outed here. That's just You know what? It's not back in the fall. <laughs> maybe we should give you a bong hit sound effect right now.
2: Hi Tim, I'm Kelly from Virginia Beach, Virginia, and I enjoy your podcast very much. I am very interested in how particular pieces of music can be used so effectively in some series. For example, in the recent Sopranos episode when Christopher was extinguished, the use of Comfortably Numb featuring Van Morrison, which interestingly enough, was taken from the Roger Waters' July 1990 The Wall concert in Berlin. I'd like to know what you think would rank as some of the best or most effective uses of particular music tracks in TV, perhaps a top three or five, or is that even possible to do? I always feel so much more impact when the music nails it head on. I know I would enjoy your comments or discussion on this. Thanks, and carry on. Oh, and by the way, you can view an online video of the aforementioned cover of Comfortably Numb. It is worth looking up. Thanks.
1: Wow. That is... Uh... Prepared and knowledgeable. Yeah, very, very prepared. Almost like it was, she was reading it. She might have been, but that's... She's she more prepared than we are for this oh podcast. Oh my God, like 10 times more prefer- prepared. And, and I'm sure our listeners wish that she was doing the podcast. So she was... Virginia Beach, Virginia. That's where it was, right? Yes. This was, is this was a uh, geographically eclectic yes. podcast. So maybe we should do a travel podcast sometime. Let's go on the Just road.
0: We're like, we're like Charles Kuralt, you and I. We'd, that means we'd have to have like other wives because Charles Skrall, remember, had a he his, did have he had his wives. road wife, and so maybe we could have road wives.
1: Absolutely, not just cougars. We take no anybody
0: cougars. Yeah,
1: road wives. What do you think your wife would say about that? I know my wife, is, if she listens to this, what's she want? Yeah, no, my wife has stopped listening at this point. Oh, good. She only husband... goes in about 15, 20 minutes,
0: and she said, why would I want to listen to that? It's just yeah. you so and like, him talking. Exactly. I can, she can get that anytime. anytime.
1: I think Mrs. Cranky Pants is not listening either and, and has given up. Why, she, doesn't want to, she doesn't want to listen to me when I'm talking to her. Right. So, so why, would, why would she want to listen to me when I'm talking into a she microphone? She wouldn't burn a CD and, and put it in the car and drive with She it. wouldn't, but you know what? Maybe our first road wife starts in Oakland. Right there. Oh. uh huh. And then we go, what do you think this idea about going on the road with uh, the I think it's a great idea. Coralt's one of my heroes. Where were the first, maybe this first stop could be Sunnyvale. <laughs> For, to break it to the news to him, sorry, we blew it. We just, we totally ate that one. Uh, and then we're going to go to, God, we're all over the map, Oregon, Amanda Pants is up in Oregon. How about whoever wants to invite us, we'll go to their place and. On the blog, there's a woman in Chicago, Jen says that I can go to her place in Chicago and stay there. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. We got we have places that we can like a couch tour. I think this is this is something. Yeah. We can do this. As to her question, you know, the Sopranos is one of the few the shows that uses music the best, I think. I would have to say, in a different way, uh Flight of the Concords uses music in, in exceptionally well. Another British series that I loved did it, Viva Blackpool, uh did a lot of covers, Elvis Costello, um all kinds of stuff was in there. I thought that was really good use of music. Also, another um, Life on Mars, which is uh, the David Bowie song, another British series. Both of those are going to be Americanized and probably ruined. Um, and, a, and a series that, uh, that was about the music industry was Love Monkey. It didn't make it, though. It didn't make it. CBS killed it. I'm still angry at them on that. But most of the shows that I think use music the best, well, Buffy the Vampire Slayer did original music. But uh, as far as like taking a soundtrack, <clears throat> the hard part about that this is actually a good question because the hard part about that is you've got to pay royalties for it. I think most of the stuff is going to be the best use of it. It's going to be on pay cable stuff like Showtime series. Uh, I think weeds does some really good stuff and, um, Californication does some stuff now, and but most of the HBO and 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 Showtime series.
0: Well, is that because they have more money to play with, yeah. or is that because more of time to integrate it, or?
1: Yeah, but I mean, I mean, CSI, you know, with the Who songs. I mean, they, they, I like all this, I, there's good use of music there. But I think I I like it when she's talking about, you know, comfortably numb was used in context, in scene, and David Chase went out of his way to sort of do those kind of things, oh, and, yeah, and I've, really the, put a lot of time into it. The Sopranos soundtrack albums, which, yeah, are, they're, which are great. they're yeah. amazing. Oh, and also, you know, not to forget that, this is because a, a great question, we could probably do a whole thing about Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls was a great soundtrack, uh, and they did that f- frequently. And, and back in the day, the WB was not a network that uh, used a lot of music uh, effectively.
2: I don't think the commission is going to like this at all. Someday I wish upon a star and wake up where the clouds are far behind me, where trouble trouble melts like lemon drops away above (laughs) the chimney tops. That's where you'll find me somewhere. Rainbow, why then? Oh, why can't I? If happy little birds fly beyond the rainbow, why, oh, why can't I? I'm on my bicycle, by the way, while I'm doing this. (laughs)
1: Wow. That may take some explaining. Uh, that but, was uh, – the commissioner reference was to Jason Bateman, who's the commissioner of My Fantasy Baseball League. And that is Charles Zucker, who is uh, good friends with uh, Jason, is also in this league. And the reason he actually <laughs> left that row for the Rainbow Song – uh, this is very convoluted, I know. But uh, you know, it fits like pro- probably if, in the – If anyone stuck through that song, they're still here to hear it. So still ahead, they they want to hear it if they stuck through that song. Uh, it turned out that uh, well, uh, Keith Oberman made a trade in our league that was uh, illegal, and uh, we think and uh, and dubious. And uh, as we called him on it, I said to Charles, "I'm like, yeah." Well, I said, "He's like, well, we should we should do our own dubious trade." And I said, "Well, if you sing uh, <laughs> somewhere over the rainbow, I'll send you Tim Lindseycomb." So hence oh. that there's, there's that And I know And I am an up and up Fantasy player So I did not send him Tim Lincecum And I failed And uh, Charles is gonna Cruise into second place So there's your random That's a good use of music On this podcast It's a good use of music yeah. And we also kind have a TV a... people involved In the Right thing. Yeah So it's, it's all related
2: Tim What happened to Rockstar Looking for uh, the next Rockstar Looking for it on your blog Thanks
1: Hello was David Wow, that was David. that was David Rockstar. That was probably one of our older calls. It was, it was sitting in the queue for a while when we went on probably down to l a and we got a call about the finale of Friends in there too. It's been so long
0: <laughs> Our friend Ethel
1: uh yeah, you know uh that's uh, uh rockstar he's not even listening now because he's like that was a pulled reality series from summer. I never wrote about rockstar. I never liked that show never yeah. never did like it so uh. Late to the game. I don't know what ever happened to it. I don't review a lot of reality series. I'll, I'm going to review Kid Nation and a couple of others, but I don't. I controversial, don't Kid controversial, controversial, controversial Kid Nation. Controversial Kid Nation. Two things we want to pimp also on the show because isn't this show about pimping things? That's the subtitle. I'm, <laughs> I'm pimping you out, buddy. You know, I'm, How about that? If I pimped you out on our road tour, you pimp me out in the middle of the road tour. Absolutely.
2: All right.
0: <laughs> Not just... anything for the show. <laughs>
1: <And> anyone... <laughs> Way to take one for the team, my friend. I can see it right now. You um, and I'm... a manly bear hug with Jane Alexander. <laughs> 68-year-old Jane Alexander. I've just milked that the, until uh, uh, the end. <laughs> Let me see. I haven't seen the... Uh, I've, you've seen two
0: episodes, so I will,
1: I will refrain. Check in on and on July, uh, until I... Yeah. I might I go for see. that. You might. You want to see what you have to say about that? But can talk NEA before that. Yes. <laughs> the NEA. Two things to pimp. Thursday, this week, uh, Thursday the 13th, 6 p.m. at the Cerrito Speakeasy in El Cerrito is the KFOG TV party, which is me hosting it, and uh, anybody who's familiar with this, every year we do a fall preview of certain amount of shows, and um, we have a lot of fun. There's pizza and beer at the Cerrito Speakeasy. We normally do it at the Parkway Speakeasy. We've done it in San Francisco before, but we're, we're breaking in the Cerrito Speakeasy this time. And I'll be having I'll have all kinds of TV swag. Uh keep up the tra- tradition of throwing out uh, DVDs in the darkened theater, which is always very dangerous, but so much fun for me. All the guest list tickets are given away, but about half the house is available on a first come, first served basis. So you can just Google Surrito's Speakeasy or Speakeasy Theaters and you can find uh directions there. I think it's actually close to a block or two from Bart. And secondarily yeah, we might be pimping miss, uh two or three more times, given that we're so far out. But uh, I will be speaking uh, at the Jewish Community Center on October 10th. In a, You know, like Oliver Stone is like the week before me. This is, you are, this is high class. They've clearly so made this, a mistake. Is, There's is a charge for this or not? Yeah, there is a charge. I believe it's uh, $8 for member, $10 for, for a general audience. If you're not a member of the JCC, but there's, I think there's a mistake because if you look at that, the list of like actors and writers and artists that they have on there is really top-notch. It's kind of frightening. Will you be in conversation, or will you be just be speaking? No, I will be in conversation. Yes, George Dobbin's from the Commonwealth Club will be interviewing me. Nice. Uh, so when, are they going to look at that schedule and say, oh, "This is we've made a mistake here"? You might be part of the package deal, like if you if you order.
0: Oliver Stone, somebody else. You get Goodman,
1: right? You think, you're like I'm I mean, maybe I'd be the third guy because yeah, the there there's a New Yorker cartoonist right. like if you, and an if artist. Warrior tickets. You get the Lakers, the
0: Mavericks,
1: and the Atlanta Hawks. Right. You'd be so the I'd Hawks. Be, I'd be the Hawks. I'd yeah. be the, the third person throwing. Yeah. Well, that's you can go, go to the Jewish Community Center online. You can order tickets there. That's uh, October tenth. Uh, but here we are. So What's up on twentieth one? We're just wrapped up. Well, welcome back. Thank you to all the listeners who came back. Uh, After we abandoned you like a hunk of uh, steaming metal in an old car in that hot desert, we just left them by the the side of the road. Thank you for coming back, and uh, Question Boy and I appreciate it. And uh, we are going to leave you with the dulcet tones of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. And check back next week for a brand new, fresh, 21st episode of Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine podcast.
2: Why can't